0: Hello and welcome to Created for a Podcast. This is your host, Chriselle, and this is episode number 20. Welcome, one and all, and thank you so much for tuning in. This is a very important podcast episode. We are going to talk about identity. So before we get into it, if you would like to subscribe, you can go to the platforms of Spotify google podcast apple podcast and so on i will have all of those links in the description box as well as the radio stations where i am airing and if you have questions or comments feel free to leave them on anchor.fm backslash chris hyphen x Okay, you guys, I am so very excited because I have somebody who is very important to me. Besides my mom, this is the second most important woman in my life. Her name is Vanessa Davis. She is a person who deals a lot with spirit, soul, and body. And she also has a Facebook page called Transformers excuse me, transformational (laughs) women with the realness. She is my very, very best friend. Um, And even beyond that, I don't even like to call her a friend because she is more of a blood sister to me. We have been through highs and lows and have only known each other Mm, I wanna say maybe six, seven years now, Vanessa, you there?
1: Yes, Mm -hmm. six, seven years. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, so it's only been about that length of time, but I feel like she's been in my life longer, which is a good thing. She is someone who I depend upon. She is someone who I share all my deepest secrets with, and everybody needs that type of sister, the one that you would go to, who you could confide in. You're not going to be judged, you're going to receive counsel, you're going to be loved you're gonna be corrected and that is exactly who she is we are basically gonna mm-hmm. live our lives as the golden girls eventually <laughs> and yes. Yes, Boots, we are. beach area <laughs> and our husbands will be somewhere in the vicinity but it's just Under gonna an be umbrella under an umbrella you know eating somewhere and me and her are just gonna cut up and live our best life yes we so this is truly a treat for me and I know she is going to be a blessing for all of you who are listening so Vanessa I want you to introduce
1: yourself do I get to just say my identity statement?
0: <laughs> you can say, honey, you are introducing yourself so you could come in
1: however you All want writing then. So I am Vanessa Davis, a spiritual being uniquely handcrafted and chosen by God to be loved and accepted as his beloved daughter through Jesus Christ, while having a human experience radiating his love and acceptance as an intuitively creative, passionate, enthusiastic, fun, and loving five foot one black female.
0: Now, yeah, okay, so what I'm saying is you're hitting every point Uh with people. You are hitting everything. You are coming across like, listen, I know exactly who I am. There is no doubt in my purpose and who I resonate as being. You are a spiritual being living an experience like right now.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: So we know who we are and that is what this podcast episode will be about we are going to be talking about identity yeah um but before getting into it we could at least briefly let the people know how we met
1: oh man <laughs> so that's yeah. in, that's it that's interesting and um when we it's weird because we met one time i i was in a place in my life. And it was before you and Albert were even married. I guess you guys were dating. Yeah, you were dating. And so I was in a place in my life then that I, something, I was invited to an event and something in me felt like, you know, you just need to go. And then there's the other part of me was like, what, what, what's this going to be? Why do I need to go to this? You know, and something mustered up in me. I know it was God that moved me. Um, to get up and go to this thing I went by myself no one was with me and when Mm -hmm. I got there I sat at a table uh, with people I didn't know and one of them was you (laughs) and so (laughs) Albert was at the table as well and um, Albert was you know asked to sing with his melodious spiritual voice but at the time I didn't know and I wasn't somebody Mm -hmm. that really showed emotion to music you know somebody singing because in that place where I was I just was hard to that Mm you know I Mm -hmm. closed off to that Mm -hmm. so I was there and one of the things I remember about you was this big old smile and like (laughs) you had this big old smile and you seem like the sweetest thing (laughs) but I didn't really like females back then so right you Like females, I I stayed kind of clear females didn't trust but you you just Mm -hmm. genuinely seemed like that to me And I assumed you guys were married, I think. I don't think I even really put it together that you weren't yet. And so he got up to sing. I don't even remember what song it was. But all I remember was tears rolling down my face. And I was like, that, oh my goodness, who was that man? What, yeah. what what that voice, that song, what what was that?
0: Right. What you was know? that? Yeah. And then
1: we saw each other and then we left. And then I would see you. I saw you another time in our in a medical mm-hmm. building and you were yeah. walking past. And once again we didn't we didn't say anything to each other. We just kind of right. smiled just and kept moving. Smiled smiling. and kept it moving. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then when we both were ready. <laughs> When I right. said it, okay, they're ready because I'm it's work time with them individually.
0: Right. <laughs> now
1: they can come together and exactly. Mm-hmm. And
0: then that's when I uh well Albert was asked to kind of help with the de- music department at the mm-hmm. church. Yeah. Europe. And so we kind of went with the intentions just to visit, just to help, but then we met for real. Mm-hmm. And I like basically was in awe of you. I felt <laughs> like there was just something so authentic yeah. about you, something that I could relate to, something that I was like, oh, she's cool. She's funny. She's vibrant. You know, she has so much life in her. I like her. And I didn't know, though, even though initially I just was drawn to you, it was more of, And and that's how I felt with Albert. I didn't know how deep I was going to fall in love with him. Mm, And it mm -hmm. happened, happened naturally and organically. And the same thing with you. I didn't know how much you would change my life. And I didn't know I was going to fall so in love <laughs> with you. I didn't think that I was ever going to meet a woman mm-hmm. who I would have such a deep connection with that I would see the rest of my life, you were always going to be in it no matter what. Right, right.
1: No, it was my kids <laughs> laughing at me whenever we, like, there was, there. Was, you were so cute and beautiful and, you, you know, okay. you love your your dainty things. You know how you are. Yeah. And so I I love that about you. But I, I saw the strength in you as a Christian woman. But mm. really what I think I was looking for and didn't know I was looking for, mm-hmm. I was looking for the strength of a Christian woman in my mind and, and what I thought at the time. I was looking for strength mm-hmm. in a Christian woman who still knew how to be submissive to her husband. uh uh-huh. Mm-hmm. and you brought that to the table I'm like oh my goodness she's beautiful and she's strong in God and boy she she knows how to do that thing that I struggle with babe <laughs> you know mm-hmm. like it was just it was a beautiful picture to me of what I needed in my life um and just who you are so I my kids laughed at me because they were like did you hear mom talk she said she has a best friend and you know, they didn't <laughs> hear that. They didn't I have close relationship with women, but you just, yeah. just came in and you just you you stole my heart too. And you made me feel safe to be able to share I all love my stuff that. with and I love not be judged and love me regardless. And you've you've been an intricate part of everything that's happened in my life. Like And that's the thing. That. Yeah,
0: yes, mm-hmm. same for me. Always will be. And we have our differences, you know, <laughs> yes. but it just comes together so well. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel it like even in my marriage. Like there's so many differences with me and Albert, but mm-hmm. he is my calm peace.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And I'm, you know, whatever I am for him as well, that passionate, you know, very... You know just strong will type of person and for me and you i i feel that we have our likenesses as well Mm -hmm. as our differences i love how our husbands you know joined as well as me and you so it feels like a family yeah you know Mm -hmm. your kids are my nieces and nephews you Mm -hmm. know your grandbabies mm-hmm. are, are my babies now. If there is no separation. Whatever I'm doing, you're involved in, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's never something that had to be said. Yeah. It just happened naturally. And that's that's just when you know God is in it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So so now we're gonna talk about um because there's been so much growth uh in us. Uh, individually, you know, as our, as we seek God, as we go after him to know what the truth is. And so I really am so grateful for you being on this episode because we're talking about identity. And I know you enough to know you are solidified. You do not waver. You're always growing and ever learning, but mm-hmm. you do without apology, know who you are. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so that took work, you know, it's not something (laughs) that (laughs) was like, you know, that you, you hope you would find, you would hope you would have the revelation. You hope to walk in it, but it took Um, Not just us praying and not just thinking or saying but really living it out. And so we're talking about identity. Mm -hmm. And so what is it? And when I was looking it up, um, because we've done a conference on this. We had a conference Mm -hmm. called Building Identity that we did a few years back and the turnout was amazing Yeah, and we were able to share our story but we came from a place of we need to know the truth yeah you know you've lived this life now you form opinions you've had your experience but who are you really yeah you know it's about getting to the root and so what identity is is basically a set of characteristics some qualities, some traits that is defined and it is something that is recognizable. It's something that is known. So a lot of people, when you ask them what their identity is, they associate it with, you know, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, you know, this is my career. It's like something that they do. Mm-hmm. But When we talk about identity, we're not talking about your role. Mm -hmm. We're actually talking about your values and your beliefs. And a quality that you have that's not forced. It's something that's natural. Right. So when we talk about identity, we're talking about things like generosity, integrity, integrity loyalty, sincerity, self-control. And also there are those quality traits in people, but then here's the hard part. There's also some quality traits that we carry, that we live, that we're not so proud of, or we do know we have, and we don't care how we come across. And that could be laziness, arrogance, dishonesty selfishness pride rudeness being a coward so there are so many different character traits that we have so when we talk about identity to you
1: vanessa what does it mean for me um it just means to be to be it to be that, to be whatever, to be just a simple what, that's it. Um, Because for me, I believe I already was that before I was here. There it is. I believe that God, Mm -hmm. he knew who I was going to be. He knew how I was going to be wired. He knew the emotional experiences I was going to have. He knew it all. So for me... Um, walking in this life the reason it's so amazing is because I know what it's like to live a long time and I say a long time and that's broad for anybody because my little granddaughter, you know she thinks she's been here a long time she's eight. Right. so long when I say that um, up to the age of 40 I feel like but even further in the growing process um, right. up until that time where that year because it was a year that God walked me through identity a whole year um, gotcha. like strictly I I didn't know who I was, but I tried to be who I needed to be when I needed to be it at the time, you know. And for and, different people. And you for think different it? people, okay. different mm-hmm. different circumstances, different right. everything.
0: And right.
1: the, 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 tiring, the tiring part of that is you get tired of being everything all the time to just try to be that right. you lose even who you thought you were. <laughs> you know, like right. You lose that. So for me, or, okay. yeah. yes, yes. For me, I uh I really, really, really am strongly firm in my faith that one, God didn't make a mistake when he made me. That's one. There it is. Two Amen. that I only am his daughter. Now he loves me as his creation, but he he wanted me as his daughter through Jesus Which is Christ. relationship relationship it wasn't Mm -hmm. just he created me he never like i I could i could have a child but you know and get labeled as a mother but what's that relationship Mm -hmm. really like as my Um, child right so Um, i I need to be a mother and be relational with that child and then based on that relationship how's that going to impact or you know cause other challenges for that child so But God is perfect, all-knowing, ever-present, all-powerful. So when he created me, when he created you, when he created anybody who's listening to this, the mold was broke. There's not going to be another you. There's not going to be another person that comes in here to be you. So when I think of identity, I think of that stamp right there of creation. That that's Mm -hmm. when you were created. Every mold, every... Everything about you, your nose, your height, your color, your hair, your set, everything about you, everything. God knew exactly what he was doing when he did it. So that when I when people some people are challenged on that that phrase, I'm enough. Some people don't think that you should say it like that. I do, because the reason I say that piece for that part is because when God made me, that was enough. He made just the the soul piece of who I am, the spirit of me, I'm enough. Now in this life, that might be okay, but there has more to it that makes mm. the completion. And so, I sw- I'm a spirit first. Then comes mm-hmm. the emotional experiences of being a human, and then mm-hmm. comes my physical features. And my physical right. features are the three that I picked out that i struggle struggled with all my life, which empower me now, because... Mm. The very thing that the enemy wanted me to think was not significant is the thing that makes me go, you know, I'm excited.
0: You got it. That's right. Exactly right.
1: Yeah. And our identity is mixed up with lies. You know, the enemy is a liar. And he comes in to steal and kill and destroy our purpose, God's plan, everything by these emotional experiences that take place in our life where he gets us to believe we're not good enough that we're we have no hope that we're not safe all these lies and we start to believe them and then what ends up happening is we're not functioning in our identity as we should because now we're doing things to compensate for those things (laughs) that we believe that were lies wow and so perfectionism we're um striving um, you know, all the things that we're doing, giving up, running, all those behaviors, those behaviors come out of believing a lie. Mm. And I totally, I don't like Satan. I hate him, but I will tell you, I believed him for a long time. Right. And if I don't stay closely connected to God, I can fall back into believing so- those lies again. Right. So, you, you know, it's not this whole identity thing and I got it. I'm good. It's a constant mm. connection to God to mm. stay learning, to stay growing, to stay learning more about my identity. I got the basis of that. But does God want me to do with that?
0: What right. does God want
1: me to do as a woman? What does God want me to do as a black woman? What does God want me to do as a fun woman? What does God want me to mm. do with my, my creativity? What does God want me to do with that for him, not mm. me, for him? And that. That's what makes me be able to walk in a confidence, not in my own, but because of the God who created me. And now I have the Holy Spirit that resides in me because I accepted his son that he sent for to die for me.
0: Mm. Oh, Vanessa, you <laughs> said a power, you punched me in my gut, honey. <laughs> like, and everybody, this is why. <laughs> you just heard why she is everything for, for my life, that you basically summed up so much me in that moment of time, I praise God for it. And so we, I want to talk about influences because there are things that could influence um, in the wrong way. I call it a deadly killer. That mm-hmm. kind of silent killer yeah. that we don't know because there are things that will distort yeah. our point of view and our identity. And the two things that came to mind for me mm-hmm. were comparison mm-hmm. and the other thing you already said, which is lies. Mm-hmm. But when I am inviting you to do this podcast with me, you actually made mention of a third thing, which was lack of awareness.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: I thought that was interesting. And so I would love for you to expound on, on that or the other things I said, and I, I would love to hear your point of view
1: on it. Oh, okay. So when you said the first um, one com- comparison, so as women, so that's a huge issue. Uh, the comparison starts from little, you mm-hmm. know, we, we, we start to like, you grew up in a home with siblings and I see this a lot with same sex siblings. There's a comparison, but even mm. if it's if it's even if it's not the same sex, somebody seems to be smarter than the other one, or somebody seems to be loved more than the other one, or somebody seems to get more than the other one. Somebody—it's always something—and that, that's where the enemy will come in. You could have the best parents, and they have great intentions, and but all mm. it takes is for them to look a, look a little longer at the one child over the other one, and that child catches that look and mm. feels like you're always looking at that one more than you look at me. That's where the enemy mm. jumps right in. And then the mm. enemy validates it in life with a bunch of other things. So the, the us believing that lie of the enemy is sin. Period. The enemy. period. We have That's to repent it. of that. You know. And I'm acknowledge
0: listening. that. For
1: you know, like say it.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right.
1: So when you say comparison, I totally see that as a as a nation. But I definitely see that as um, with women. And then um, the the uh, lies but the the lack Mm -hmm. of the lack of awareness that is where we get to have a choice
0: Mm -hmm. there you go now the
1: comparison comes and we get to choose I'm not I'm done you know at a young age you can't tell what you're doing you know so that's where it started at you know that's Mm -hmm. why it's so important for us to know who we are before we bring kids into the world (laughs) because Mm -hmm. you know I I look at my children now and be like I so wish I would have just had them now you know like because Mm -hmm. I'm sure every parent says that but the right. lack of awareness, God, first of all, the spiritual connection we have with God, God can speak to anybody because he's God. God spoke through a donkey, so he can speak to anybody. <laughs> Amen. I However, with a relationship with Jesus Christ, we now have a perfect counselor that lives within us. Right. So we don't have to look, mm. we really can be aware but that's Absolutely. on our relationship with god and our there it is in our prayer time with him and the responsibilities of reading the word and understanding the word what lies don't have to stay as long if you're in the word of god which is truth so you right. get to determine yourself we get to determine am mm-hmm. i gonna learn the truth or i'm gonna stay suffering and, right. and, and, and and the lack of awareness. I mean, God is showing us so much, Michelle He's showing us mm-hmm. so much every day. It's right in front of us,
0: moment, moment by moment,
1: moment by moment. Mm-hmm. And we miss it. We miss often. it often, and we mm-hmm. miss it. and what we'll mm-hmm. do is we'll pay attention to the distraction. Mm.
0: Come through, Jesus. Yes,
1: we'll pay attention to the distraction that is mm. oh so big over here. Because while mm. we're looking over there at that distraction, the enemy is sucker punching us from behind. We don't Ooh, even see him coming. Come because on we're now. so caught up in all that big distraction. When God is right. like, I'm that's not what I want you looking at. I never in my word told you to look at this distraction. Keep your eyes on the distraction. I never mm. said that. I said, keep your eyes on me. And mm. the body of Christ, we are not doing well with that.
0: We are not. You're right. And
1: I, I, we all have to own our own ownership, but I we think it goes deeper than that. I believe mm-hmm. we don't know who we are. And that's. We struggle with our identity. Mm-hmm. And so we struggle but by not knowing who we are. We keep trying to fit in where we get in. That's mm-hmm. one side or we just ultimately mm-hmm. judge to no end. Right. No,
0: so... Now you limited.
1: Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And you're not
0: walking in your full capacity. Yes. You're only doing it by a little measure. But God wants to give you the fullness of mm-hmm. his joy. He wants to give you more and more. And so you you were even mentioning um, a point before. And I know the word of God says, God gives each of us a measure of faith. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. what you do with that, yes. it matters because yes. even God's little is much. So whatever he has given you and blessed you to have, God wants you to flourish in that. Mm-hmm. He wants it to spring up and yes. overflow. Yes. But you have the decision to make you have the responsibility, mm-hmm. you are not lacking anything. It's come up on. to you come. to want yeah. to come in and, and have that to be allowed in your everyday life. So everything you said, you preach to the people in the back pews, honey. You already said <laughs> yeah, preaching it.
1: preaching to me. <laughs> you know, I but
0: don't we do things. that? Because it starts here, honey. Yeah. It starts within us you know how much it takes you know those times when you're alone and you cry out to God you know that heaviness that burden of God this is what is happening this is what I'm experiencing but your word is saying this what is it that I'm not connecting to Right. And you said something so powerful, the word distraction, because mm. easily other people's voices can hinder you. And even more importantly, that voice inside you. Oh, my goodness. Could hinder. Right?
1: That's one of the loudest voices that we have to tell to shut up is the one that and, we're saying and
0: silence. Hours. the mm. It's so
1: loud. And it's a liar, too. It's so and it's loud, allowed. and it's so and, and it mm-hmm. comes from, you know, Rochelle. Something I thought about when you were just talking. You know, when we don't when we don't know who we are, we don't know our I me, mean, our identity. We don't know who we are from a to- total standpoint. And it is an ever growing thing. You're, you know, there's certain things that I've learned even more, and I'm learning even more, and I'm open to learn even more. But learn. when you were talking about, you know, those influences, right? Mm-hmm. We have a responsibility hear me every ear that's listening to this we have every responsibility on what we let in Mm. what we let in our ears and what Mm -hmm. we let in our eyes there are things that you can say oh this doesn't bother me from Mm. a conscious level you may think that but from a deeper subconscious level it's tearing you up for example watching scary movies doesn't bother me but you have sleep, you can't sleep. You know, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, or you're just, mm-hmm. I'm just you're walking as a ball of fear. Mm. But watching scary movies doesn't bother me. Yes, it does. Yes, you it know, does. I, I, you, I, this is for whoever wants to hear it. I don't, I think when you know what your thing is, you have to own that. Um, yeah. Lack of awareness can come from the fact that you just want to be right. Yeah. Mm. You can fight to stay right, and it still cripples you. Mm. You know?
0: And now you have this complex, this superiority complex. And really what you have done, you made yourself God. Yeah. So you took on that position of lordship. And now you're out of order. And then... You wonder why your influence could be so limited. It will only go towards people who are like-minded in that way. But that is a crippling behavior
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: because we are not built to serve ourselves. We are built for community. Yes, yes. We you are. know, and the devil we are not built.
1: You're not. The devil right. You're I mean, not.
0: Yeah, and that's the thing with women though we yeah. burst yeah. Right? Yep. So obviously we are built for a community physically even. God yep. made it so practically real for us. We mm-hmm. are built to birth and to grow, to reproduce, mm-hmm. to you give us a seed and we will grow it into <laughs> something.
1: Okay? Yes,
0: so we have, God has created women so special and unique and fabulous and we don't even know the power god has equipped us to live out
1: you know what here's another identity thing you just said it you you said it michelle so you opened it up to me um so (laughs) when you said about a woman how special we are and all those things i remember um one time i was in this bible study god set it all up but anyway in this bible study we got this book becoming god's truth woman and i remember reading the first chapter and it talked about femininity and weaker vessel and all these things and i flung that book across the room that was Mm. several years ago i mean i can't tell you i think that was maybe 10 years ago and Mm. um i i i hated reading that weaker vessel stuff
0: you know no,
1: I, I had right. such a because growing up I always felt like the woman had and even biblically as a pastor's daughter like I felt like the Bible right. was, was set up for the man you know mm-hmm. and so then I lived this mm-hmm. life out here where we would watch all of these presidents be men and watch all these like powerful positions like be men and so I had like this animosity towards you know this whole thing of I'm not gonna I would throw a football with boys and, and they were like can you throw and i am be like I don't throw like a girl like I would do everything yeah. to be even more look I can do it you see I don't do this like right. a girl I don't do that you like had to prove yourself I had, yeah. I to, what was I proving you know right. Right. that you were strong maybe? Or, like I, don't right. know, and I laugh at that now <laughs> but I know a yes. lot of women still struggle with that have to mm. prove and even during this pandemic I wasn't worried about the virus I was worried about not acting like a I was worried about acting non-Christian like with a male doctor that I felt was putting me down as a woman mm. <laughs> I was more concerned mm-hmm. about that you know and mm-hmm. there's another area where God drew me and opened the door of my heart to be cleaned up that I did not mm. know needed cleaned up right, right. So He will do that yeah. <laughs> So in our identity part of that I didn't identify with the beauty of being a woman a girl a female mm-hmm. I didn't identify with that I didn't mm. see any strength and power in that. But let me wow. tell you, that is not true. Um, God told That's me for right. giving us such great gifts as women right. uh, in this life for him. Mm-hmm. And I think of the Samaritan woman who was a woman at the time, and she was a Samaritan. And she mm-hmm. made a change for that whole Samaritan group of people because right. of her encounter with Jesus. That's so, right. like, there's just, there is power in that. And so I, I celebrate that. And I understand there are some strengths that men have that we don't, and I'm not trying to be that, you know, right, I, I, I had to go through that in my own life, but I also understand that there's strength that we have that they don't,
0: right. and I don't
1: want to give it to them. So, you know, right. I, you know, I thank God for his whole design and thought process when he created us. You know, that was not what I could say plenty of years ago. And Mm -hmm. the next thing about identity, you can't love your whole self if you can't love everything about you. And so one of the things I couldn't love about myself Mm -hmm. was being, I just was not happy about that whole female thing. So why would I be able to have relationships with women? Mm. Because I'm looking at people that are are me. They're women. Mm. And I'm looking at them with flaws and characteristics that I don't think I have as a woman mm. but, and the truth is i did and so right i couldn't i couldn't totally love myself because i was a woman you know mm. and so there's so many things within our identity that when you don't know who you are right you'll accept, you accept less from people that that's not yes definitely less um, yeah, you'll accept less.
0: less. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and yes. that is one of the questions um, we were going to talk about and you headed right into it so perfectly because the question I was going to ask is can you have a false sense of identity? And with everything you were saying, yes, you can. Like yeah, you, you really can. And that's why so many will have... Um, settle for second best instead of you know, the truth and who they are and so you have women who because they don't know their identity and feel awkward feel out of place, feel not validated, feel insecure, had traumatic experiences, repeat toxic thoughts and all this perversion going on which is basically meaning you know there's the truth but it's so twisted and tainted that you believe the lie attached to it but not the truth part and so there's people women older women young girls who really just don't know who they are and they settle for less Mm -hmm. and so Um, because of a whole compile of emotions Mm -hmm. and just buying into the lie, then there's people who believe that's not good enough. So I'm going to revert to something else and be accepted this way. So you have a gender crisis where people, you know, feel like, who they were born into is incorrect. God messed up, God lied, God made a mistake. So now, you know, I'm really, I have these feelings of Mm -hmm. I'm a boy. Mm -hmm. Or a boy feels like he's a girl, or you could be a whole plethora, a hundred different type of identities, Mm -hmm. but we know the truth and we can't add or separate from what God already created. What he did, he did with a purpose, a clear intention. And when we say anything else, we're saying that God is a liar and we don't believe in him creating and doing what he did already so perfectly so people can have a false sense of identity because they will base it on feelings but your identity is not based on how you feel no ma'am that is the biggest Uh, influence also besides the lie and lack of awareness and comparison is, is that peace. You will rely fully on what you feel and your feelings will lie to you.
1: They sure will. And they'll go up and they'll go down change. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, emotions, God gave us emotions, you know, like he gave us emotions. Right. So that means that that's good. That's perfect it's what Definitely. we do with those emotions, you know, um, it's what we do with them that makes the situation either godly or not. Um, you know, here's the thing, uh, you, when you were saying that I have a heart for people that don't know who they are. Like mm-hmm. I really have a heart for, the, for, for those that are still lost and I can see, you know, God allows me to see certain things about that. And whether it's Whether you're, you decide, you know what I feel I'm a boy, or and you're a girl, but you feel like you're, you know, a girl and you're a boy. Whatever that is, I also know that when you don't know who you are, you will also allow your feelings to take in someone into your life that is there to hurt you even more. Mm -hmm. Like just, just to be, because what we all, you know, what we all want to be, we all want to be loved. We all want to be loved. At the end of the day, we all want to be loved, and God is the only one. That can love us in the way that we need to be loved, but we had to be open to a relationship with Him to to understand that love, right? And so I was, I celebrated 2019 because it was like 2018 when um, God walked me through identity. Once, I mean, Mm -hmm. like, once that year was done, I remember in 2020, somebody had asked the question Did anybody feel like they weren't loved by God last year? And I was on the treadmill and I, tears came down my eyes because 2019 was the first year that not one single day went by that I did not feel loved by God. Mm -hmm. I might have been questioning him now. (laughs) Lord, Mm -hmm. I feel like you need to move a little quicker. Or Uh that doesn't make any sense to me. Or, you know, God, how much longer I gotta do this or go through this? But mm-hmm. I never doubted his love for me. Mm. All, his love for me made me understand, you know what? Then I'm gonna have to go through this as long as you got me going through it until whatever it is has to be learned. You know, it was never a, you know, you don't love me. And sadly enough, we we do internalize a belief that right. we're not loved when we're mm. but mm. Well, I want everybody to understand who hears this, God loves us the same when we're on our game and the mm. same level when we're not mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. the ones as human beings that put levels on love. god that is that. so true so true so mm. with our identity you know knowing that is that is the core of knowing who you are that's exactly right there that's and that's what the rest will work itself out but it's it right right there
0: Yup, and you'll, um, that's where your decision making kicks in because if you don't feel like you're loved or you're valuable or anything like that, then you will make decisions based on that. That's but when you know you're loved, <laughs> Then then there's that holy confidence, that boldness that will Mm -hmm. come over you, that Mm -hmm. no matter what comes against you, you know the truth. You know you're accepted. And the Bible talks about that over and over and so many especially in the book of Ephesians um Mm -hmm. it will classify it tells you who you are you are loved Mm -hmm. you know you are chosen chosen. how many of us feel like we're left out not it you know oh my goodness not not important enough
1: 10,000 of of y'all can leave me out but God (laughs) has chosen me
0: come through Jesus yes (laughs) Yes, so and we're redeemed.
1: Take over for the emotional peace. There it is. You still have to take over for the emotional peace because we all fall you pray. Go. You know, I there love go. God, He loves me, and I have the yes. Holy Spirit that resides in me. And there are days yes. when I know that's the thing I'm supposed to do because the Holy Spirit is mm-hmm. guiding me, but the feelings of my flesh say, No, I need to say that word. And then I The right. Holy Spirit said, Be quiet. And
0: you know, and that's what you need to tell it. Okay, no, no, because that's not the truth. That's not the truth.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. So so I'm gonna keep this going because I know how we are, and I really wish I was allowed (laughs) even more time because you're giving so so much. And I, I praise God for this truth being you know created in this I I love it so much so I well, really I celebrate want to- you
1: for this atmosphere that you've created I celebrate Aww. you for an inspiration for me and be an inspiration for me to use my voice and I just thank you so much for just um you know I just love you and I, I thank you for um, what you're yeah. doing for for God in in kingdom work in this way. So I, and he
0: gets the glory. Yeah. He, he gets all the glory. I just, I'm, I love him so much. And, and even that's not enough. It's like, you know, (laughs) God just keeps pouring and pouring and, you know, he just really does this, but I want to go to one of your favorite scriptures. Um, and, And I'm coming from the Amplified because I really just love how it gives more detail and gives, you know, a a more deeper point of view. And Mm -hmm. that is coming from Romans 12, 1 and 2. So I'm going to go ahead and read it, but I want you to tell people what it means for you. Okay. So Romans chapter 12 verses 1 and 2 says, Therefore... I urge you brothers and sisters by the mercies of God to present your bodies. That means dedicating all of yourselves, your set apart as a living sacrifice, holy and well-pleasing to God, which is your rational, logical, intelligent act of worship. And do not be conformed to this world any longer living with a superficial values and customs, but be transformed and progressively changed as you mature spiritually by the renewing of your mind, focusing on godly values and ethical attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what the will of God is that which is good and acceptable and perfect in his plan and purpose for you. Vanessa, mm-hmm. what is that speaking to you?
1: <laughs> the mm. main, the, you know, the, uh, the main thing is that everything, everything about us, everything about us, we should be consecrating to God. Right. Spirit, soul, and body. Right. I mean, we, we've gotten a little less days with understanding that from even a a, a diet standpoint. You know, like mm. eating, it's like my thing is sugar. Like when I'm stressed mm-hmm. out, I will tear some mm-hmm. sugar up. But mm-hmm. it's not good for me to do that. Right. 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 So right. emotionally, whenever things are not going well for me, you know, my stress level, I might decide to just want to watch something on TV that doesn't feed me very well. Right. You know? And so then I'll have... Play playback from that, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I look at when I think about that, my whole every my whole being, everything about me, just naturally should want to serve God. <laughs> just, mm-hmm. just, just, just mm-hmm. that's the logical part, right? That's mm-hmm. just simply the logical part. But then we got this other logic. That's out right. and so <laughs> it doesn't always. That's and so therefore it's not logic. Um, <laughs> but we have, <laughs> we have our side, right? So with right. this piece that sticks out to me for this, this was my favorite scripture before I even knew, mm. even, you know, you know what I mean? It was my favorite scripture for many, mm-hmm. many years before the word transformation even came about in my life. But mm-hmm. um, conforming, I think of clay, you know, and okay. we can make it conform in anything. Back in the day when I used to play with play-doh, I would put mm-hmm. a penny and post a penny on the play-doh. And when I mm-hmm. pulled a penny off, the play-doh had the same markings as the penny. Right. And that's how our life can look. What kind of stamp do we have as we're Mm. walking around? Is our stamp conforming, Mm. looking like, resembling Mm. anything of the world? And when I say anything of the world, I'm not talking about smoking and drinking only. I'm talking about negative talk, negative Mm -hmm. thinking. I'm talking Mm -hmm. about, you know, those type of things. How about our behaviors? You know, because that's all going on in the world. God calls mm-hmm. us to be separate. We're supposed to be loved. What's that? That's like? what his word How says. How do we know what love is? Well, we saw Jesus. Jesus is mm-hmm. who God asked us to follow. We're followers of Christ. What did he do? How did he love? How did he have relationships? You know, mm-hmm. it's something God had really put in my. You know what I mean? So when we're looking at conforming, there's plenty of examples in the Bible. written. Mm-hmm. You know, there's Paul, there's Moses, there's all of those. But you know, God helped me understand even though there are examples in the Bible, God never said be a follower of Paul. Ha! Come on. He said be a follower of Jesus.
0: That's what he said. That's what he Mm said. And so
1: I value all of what's in here, but who I follow and behaviors and words and ethics and attitudes and love, that's Jesus. What did Jesus do here? How did Jesus Mm. show love? How did Jesus, Jesus went amongst people that nobody else wanted to go amongst? Right. The religious didn't. And the religion, mm-hmm. not
0: Jesus. They were the ones dogging him out. Right. So, and pastor, let me say this, Vanessa, I just have to say this because I get sick of anybody thinking that Jesus was just so meek and lowly. He was perfect. He was fully God, fully man. And saying that I don't want anybody coming off thinking that Jesus was weak. Oh my goodness! A frail individual, Jesus was strong, powerful. He was
1: strong when he stepped on the scene,
0: just being come. Um, on we're scene, talking about our Lord and right Savior there. now. Jesus
1: was already strong. He didn't have to. He's say a soldier word. His now. strength was—he didn't have to say a word, and his strength spoke.
0: Mm, come on now, we're so talking about that that's power. What yeah. Is. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm -hmm. and we Mm -hmm. we
1: can learn a lot from that because we think we have to say a lot to be strong Mm. we think we gotta do a lot to be strong Mm. if we follow Jesus he didn't have to do all that all the way to the cross he didn't have much to say thank you father and this Mm. day and time if somebody did that by not saying much we would call them weak Mm. We would say they were weak. We would say, you know, they ain't got what? And, and that's supposed to be a king, huh?
0: Right, right. But, but his, his bloodshed changed the whole trajectory of who we are. It is because his blood yeah. still works yeah. that we have eternal life. So Different. we're not talking about, we're talking about that at his name Every yeah. knee is going every to bow, knee. and every tongue is going to confess that Jesus everyone. Christ is every Lord. Tongue. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, so yes, So we're talking about whether the King of Kings. Yes, whether you believe it or not. Whether it's to you or not. Let me tell mm-hmm. you
1: what's going to happen. Every mm-hmm. Knee mm-hmm. Is every bow, knee and every everyone is going to confess mm-hmm. that Jesus Christ yes. is Lord. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. I do know. And I will say yes. from that verse, renewing. Renewing mm-hmm. our mind, mm-hmm. so so we can either be conformed, which is mm-hmm. not to do that, mm-hmm. perform to this life, this world. Which as a as a as a follower of Christ, I'm just passing through this place anyway. That's My, it. The spirit of me is like I'm ready to go. I'm ready, ready to go. go. Let's found Yeah. Go. I'm ready to be out. Mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Is it, that that part? But from the the trans, I love the part where it says you could be conformed, be not conformed. But mm-hmm. being transformed, so exactly. that's a two-part to me. So it's not it just is. Be transformed yourself. Mm-hmm. Not only that, mm-hmm. because you can transform by renewing your mind. But guess what happens when you're transformed? You become a transformer. <laughs> not, but, not, <laughs> not like the movie, but not you, the movie. You, yeah, not the movie. But I mean, you, 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 you become of that. You become a part of that transformation process
0: in mm. a whole
1: for God.
0: Mm, I love it. So it's
1: not just about transforming yourself through renewing mm-hmm. your mind on mm-hmm. the truth. Now mm-hmm. think about that, Michelle. If you're not renewing mm-hmm. your mind on the truth, then how are you going to mm-hmm. transform that way? Right. If right. you're renewing your mind on what you think is true, there's a challenge right there. That's very big challenge, right? So if you're renewing your mind on what you think is truth, does it have you conforming to Worldly ways, or does it have you transforming to what God has for you already ready for you? Perfect and acceptable, Mm -hmm. good. Is it Mm -hmm. going that direction? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. that's how you're gonna do. I hear a lot of people say, I don't know what my purpose is. God does. You know Mm what I mean? He
0: does So go to Him.
1: So go to Him
0: go to him stay with him too don't just go stay
1: yeah
0: you know find out he says to go to him
1: yeah if I put some stuff in the jar and put a lid on and you can't see what I put in you could come ask me all I mean you can ask yourself you know I wonder what's in this jar I wonder what's in this jar well you need to ask the person that put it in there yeah what's in it and that's that's it God is God is Mm -hmm. and so yeah that's that that's that verse right there has always meant so much to me because I mm-hmm. believe that that's an area where God gave us the gift of choice of what we're going to mm-hmm. let in our mind. God is such a gentleman. He's not going to force us mm-hmm. you know, to do anything, but mm-hmm. it is a choice we have within our mind. What are we going to allow ourselves to be filled with to carry out that perfect and that acceptable and that good plan that God already has for us?
0: What and because that seed was planted in you that is what has grown you, it got to the root of who you are mm-hmm. when you accepted that truth mm-hmm. now you're walking in that understanding that's yeah. why you are transformed and everything about you what you value about that is is all around you now because mm-hmm. you already have it set in your mind I have been exposed to this truth, there's no turning back. Nope. Now I have to. It leads, it causes you to act on it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so now that's why you have such a passion to help women. Mm-hmm. And and just like how God would, you don't come in to to try to um damage or anything mm-hmm. like that. But mm-hmm. with this type of work, it does Um, It's a purging process. It's a a working because you're always going to be battling inside your flesh against your spirit. So when truth finally comes in on the scene, it does agitate you, you know, (laughs) because a work is going to be done, you know, because change comes with that. So you can't be the old way of thinking. Now you're enhanced. Now you're exposed to the, to the new way of thinking. So there's going to yeah. be some dying, some changing, some, you know, resurrecting here. And so that's what the hope always is. If it's just that one person, I don't know who's listening. I don't know what happened to you. Right. But I do right. know this truth that once you encounter God and have a relationship with him, you're never the same.
1: No. Oh my gosh. You you never, you never, you. Can, I feel like this once I had that experience with God, because my experience wasn't in church. My experience was at mm-hmm. home in my bedroom floor. Mm-hmm.
0: And that um, is, and that's, and that's, and that's a part, that's part of yeah. it. It doesn't have to be
1: in right. the building. Right? And that's what I want people to understand. Wherever God's going to meet you, he's going to meet you. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. try to put mm-hmm. boundaries on God. Don't you know, do he's it. He's going to meet you wherever he's going to meet you. And I wasn't expecting it that day. I wasn't. I mean, I just totally was not. But I will tell you what. My life has never been the same. And that was the, uh, this March, this year, made seven years ago that happened. And I'm going to just be honest because I, I told everybody I know how to do it. Before mm-hmm. then, I was a, you know, I'm a, I was a Christian woman. I was doing that, but I was doing the motions and all those things. And I wasn't growing spiritually. I would get a little word here, a little word there, but I wasn't really trying mm-hmm. to, you know. And mm-hmm. um, so I, I I was totally, totally, totally a, a, a babe and stayed that way probably with, with God. But what that day, what I remember getting up. And saying, I never wanna hurt you again. And I prior to that day, Vanessa had a really tough mouth on her. I knew how to break somebody down with my mouth and my words and it was words that were not good words. Mm-hmm. And, and I would say, I'm trying to stop. I'm trying to stop. But when I would get angry, and for anybody out here who has that, when I would get angry, I remember I, I would get hot and I would remember it get to my jaw. And by the time it got to my jaw, forget about it. It's coming out my mouth and I stuff I would mm-hmm. say. And I wouldn't even remember I said it. After that experience with God that day with me and rededicating my life to him and, and inviting him into my heart to be ruler of my whole life. Mm. I have never been able to do that. Now I'm not knocking anybody that still goes through that, but what I'm saying, right? For me, of course. What I'm saying yeah. for me is yeah. God. I, I don't know what happened, but I've gotten that angry since. You know, <laughs> I've gotten mm-hmm. that angry since. But it's almost like it gets diffused. Like right. I'm angry right there, and then. Phew, and, and I love like, it. What is that? God
0: will do that. <laughs>
1: and I guess he He'd be knows. like, think about
0: what you're saying now.
1: <laughs> he will just it was diffused. And I heard you said something about truth and how you can you can get a little angry about that. Well, here I was a statement that was said, um, the truth will set you free after it makes you mad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that's always it, true, actually. <laughs> yeah, you get a little upset about that. You you're do like, get a little upset. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, okay <laughs> i like that actually <laughs> because I'm, it, it
1: immediately
0: like, made man. me think it immediately made me think oh yeah i do actually <laughs> get a little you hot do. and bothered at first but yeah. then oh okay <laughs> that's what we do that's, exactly that's what we do. do that's what we do <laughs> honey we <laughs> listen You gave. I thank you. I love you. You already know. I appreciate you taking the time to do this with me. There was so much put out there. I know. I I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait for everybody to hear it. So, so we had the great Vanessa Davis with us. I just thank you so much. Appreciate your time to do this with me. And I am just going to close. Is there any last remarks you have?
1: Um... Just 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 this. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of my my statement for everything I'm doing this year. God gave me that. And, and it's because we have a choice in this thing. There's so much happening in our world right now. There's so much. There's between the pandemic and between the racial issues and all of those things. Please, please, please. This is a time where we need God more than any other time. Mm-hmm. And don't let the distraction of news and everything that we think is real that's not and things that are going on be what pulls you away from the plan that God has for not only your life but for what's to come so I will end it with this you have we have an option we can complain and remain or we can resolve and evolve Love it. And so what are you
0: created for, beloved? You are created to know your true identity in Christ Jesus. Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me and the life which I now live in the flesh. I live by faith in the son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. God bless you all. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Vanessa, for sharing this platform. We love you. Take care of yourself and better yet, take care of each other. God bless.